Yirmiyahu chapter 27, another prophecy that takes place during the reign of Yehoiakim, the son of Yoshiyahu. Ko'amar Hashem Eli, thus said God to me, says Yirmiyahu, Make for yourself cords and bars of a yoke and put them on your neck. So this prophecy is command of God to make yoke, to wear the yoke, and send them to the king of Edom, Moab, Ammon, Tsar, Tyre, and Sidon, by envoys who come to Tzikio of Yehuda. In other words, this is interesting, that envoys from other countries, and five are named here, are coming to Tzitkio, and presumably, they're coming to Tzitkio because they have common cause, the common cause being resistance to Babel. We remember that Babel, the Buchanetzar, is re- reigning supreme over the entire area. His interest is not only Jerusalem and Judah, his interest is the entire area, and the question is, what these other kings are going to do vis-a-vis Bavel, vis-a-vis Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Yemio, we were told in the first chapter, I made you a prophet to the nations. So his role is not just to speak to the kings of Israel, or Judah in this case, but his role is to speak to kings of the other nations as well. And he sends this uh, yoke to the other kings through the emissaries who have come to Tzikiyo and presumably to plan a common strategy to resist Bavel. And the prophecy that's given to these leaders of these nations, beginning in verse number 5, The prophecy begins by saying that the God of Israel says, I made the earth, made the humans and the animals on the earth by my great might and outstretched arm, and I give it to whomever I deem proper. This is the message over here. Every nation has its place. That's a verse in the book of Devarim as well. And, but I'm the one who determines the place. And I have given all of these places in verse number six, and the hand of the Buchanetza, the king of Babel, Avdi, my servant. Not that Nebuchadnezzar necessarily knows that he's a servant of God, but God knows. Until his time comes. That's in verse number seven. Other nations have to serve him. His time will come, but it's not now. So the message to all these kings is to be subservient to Nebuchadnezzar. Do not attempt to rebel against it. If they don't serve Nebuchadnezzar, they'll be struck with the triad we've seen so many times in the book of Yirmiyahu, sword and famine and plague. And now in verse number 9, and this is a message to these nations, 
ויאתם אל תשמעו אל נביאכם, ואל קוסמיכם, ואל חלומותיכם, ואל עוננכם, ואל כשופיכם. Don't listen to your and hear, it mentions prophets, but the other nations have more than prophets. They have prophets, they have augurs, they have dreamers, they have diviners, they have sorcerers. Don't listen to those people who say, don't serve the king of Babel. These are false prophets. Not only the Jews have false prophets, the non-Jews also have false prophets. And the false prophets will cause you, in effect, to be banished from your land. Whoever does not put the yoke of the king of Babel upon himself is in trouble. But in verse 11, the one who does, the nation that does accept the sovereignty of Babel, that's the prophecy to the nations. And in verse number 12, the same prophecy is given to Tzidkiel, the king of Judah, beginning in verse number 12, and the same warning. Accept it, otherwise there'll be trouble. And in verse 14, and don't listen to the words of the prophets who are saying not to do it. They are not speaking the truth. We come back to this core question in the book about who was the true prophet. So Yirmiyahu was saying, your prophets, Tzidkiel, the others, are going to cause you to be banished from your land. They are false prophets. And the same message is given not just to Tzidkiel in verse number 12, but to the Kohanim and the people, the priests of the people in verse 16. Do not obey, listen to, accept the prophets who prophesy for you. Maybe the for you carries with it an intimation. They're prophesying for you what they think you want to hear. But they're liars. Sheker heim nibim. And now we come to verse number 18, which is instructive about prophecy. Im nibim heim. If in fact they are prophets. These false prophets. If they are in fact prophets. Fiim yesh devar Hashem itam. And if the word of God is with them. Yifku no b'ashem tzvaot. If the prophets want to do something which is good, if they're real prophets, let them entreat God, let them pray to God that the vessels that remain still here, we're talking before the destruction, so there's some vessels were taken already to Babel, but the vessels that remain here, should remain. If they're prophets, let them pray that this decree will not be carried out. For, in fact, the decree of God, in verse number 19, is that these vessels remaining in the city, which the Bukhaneta did not take when Yechania was exiled, these vessels will also be taken. The last verse of the chapter, These vessels will be brought to Bavel and will stay there until the time comes when I bring them up and restore them. So what's interesting here, the prophet, the false prophets, that's a theme that reverberates throughout the entire book, but here Yermio makes an additional point that's interesting, if in fact they are prophets. Because we have to remember that one of the roles of the prophet, the great prophets, Moshe, for example, the greatest prophet, is not just to bring God's message and God's teaching to the people, but also to act on behalf of the people which often takes the form of prayer. In fact, the very first time we have the word prophet in the Bible is regarding Abraham. Abraham is called the prophet. In the 20th chapter of Breshit, in Genesis 20, 
when Avimelech takes Sarah without her consent, I would add, and God threatens Avimelech, and Avimelech says, listen, I didn't, he said sister, and she said brother, and what kind of God are you anyway? And God's response is, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet. He will pray for you and you will live. So if these people are really prophets, let them perform the other role of the prophet, namely the one who prays. Because the decree is there, that the vessels will be taken to Babel is God's decree. But what it sounds like is that through prayer and through intercession, you'll be able to overturn that decree. God will be willing to relent of the evil. In the words of the, of the book earlier, to relent of the evil if you pray. And since the role of the prophet is prayer, one of the roles, let these people that you think are prophets, let them pray. Let them pray that the divine decree to exile the vessels of the temple, all of the vessels, is not carried out.